Welcome to Rest-Based Weight Loss, the podcast series that gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. After struggling with my weight for years, I eventually came to learn that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues. Weight issues are stress issues. Today, I am a certified nutrition consultant, stress management coach, and lifestyle coach on a mission to teaching women how to transform their mind, their body, and their health from the inside out. Now, let's jump into today's episode. So one of the things that I struggled with when I was in the middle of my weight loss journey, the up and down battle for eight years with my weight, constant dieting, constant exercising, constantly trying new things, one of the most frustrating things that kind of brought things to a head for me was when I would read uh, weight loss forums or like my fitness pal forums or other community boards where people would announce it's so simple. Weight loss is so simple. Just burn more calories than you eat burn more calories than you consume. It's so simple. When you're full, stop eating. It's so easy. And that was one of the things that brought me personally, that is what like drove me over the edge. That is what shifted my self-loathing and my self-disgust from Maybe I just haven't found the right thing yet to, oh, it's just me. So the the issue is not in the things that I'm trying, the strategies that I'm trying, the issue is me. This was wrong, by the way, before I even continue any further. And this was so dangerous because with every new attempt it's like, okay, let me, then let me dig down deeper. I'm not going to eat this slice of pizza. I'm not going to have these brownies. I am going to, I'm not going to skip another workout. If it's just that simple, then I just have to do it. There's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with me if I can't stick to this. And so from that point forward with every new attempt at calorie counting, at burning a certain, certain number of calories during exercise, with every new attempt, and then the failures afterwards, the subsequent failures, that drove me deeper and deeper, I think, into the place where I was ready to completely give up on my life. So I mentioned, for those that know my story, I started uh, getting sick. I started waking up around 2 to 2.33 a.m., um, sick to my stomach, about to throw up, running, you know, running to the toilet, about to vomit. And I wasn't pregnant, by the way. <laughs> um, and the, the 14th night that this had happened, that's when I didn't realize that I, that this is, that this had been happening to me like every night. It would just, you know, I didn't put two and two together until two weeks later, until the 14th night, I was like, It's been two weeks. I've been waking up in the middle of the night around the same exact time about to vomit, about to be sick all over myself for two weeks straight. And I said to myself, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with me. This is not normal. 
and I've, I've shared the story before, that's when I got really quick, brief flashes of four very specific members of my family. My grandmother, who uh, was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease and, and died exactly two years. The doctor said she had two to five years. She died exactly two years after her diagnosis. Uh, my father, who was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in his 30s, and at that point, when I was like, when his, when his, you know, face kind of flashed in my head, he had just had his uh, fifth amputation. He had to have his toes amputated um, because of infection that got into his foot and, and progressed. And he had just had his fifth, his fifth amputation from his foot. My sister at that time, my younger sister, three years younger than me, had just been diagnosed with breast cancer. And then my uncle, who was probably like, quote unquote, the thinnest in my family, in my mom's side of the family, he had a, a couple years prior to that, he had a stroke, like suddenly out of the blue and died 48 hours later. Those, those faces were the, were the four faces that flashed in my brain, that flashed in my mind as I was sitting in over the toilet about to throw up. And I realized, I realized that there was something wrong, that I was sick. There was something wrong with me. Then those four images of my family members, they flashed in front of me. And that's when I realized my fate is a, is a debilitating disease that is going to cause me health issues or death early. And I was ready to accept, I was ready to accept the fact that this was my fate. I was, I mean, I was an inch away from crossing the line of, well, this is just going to be my life then. Like these diseases, d diseases run in my family. There's nothing I can do to stop it. I've been trying for eight years to lose this weight, to change my body. Uh, it's, and, and nothing has worked. And it was as a direct, that acceptance of my fate was as a direct result of me buying into all of the people on those weight loss forums who kept saying, it's so easy. All you have to do is, uh, is burn, burn more calories than you consume. All you have to do is eat, you know, 1500, 1400, 1300 calories a day and burn 500 calories, you know, in your exercise, and you're going to lose a pound a week. Like what's, I don't understand. I had bought into that. It was just that simple. And there was something wrong with me that I couldn't, that I couldn't, I just couldn't, not that I couldn't do it. Um, because I could do it sometimes. Like there were some times where I would be on it. I would be sticking to my calorie window. I would, you know, be burning uh, my calories for the day. I'd be really strict. And then like, I wouldn't literally, like the scale wouldn't move. I wouldn't lose any weight at all. And so that like discouragement would then lead to say, well, shoot, like, I'm just going to eat this pizza then. Like, what's the point? You know? So it was me buying into the lie that weight loss is that simple, that uh, directly, like 
progressively led me to accepting the fact that I was going to get sick, I was going to die, and there was nothing I could do about it. So in this episode, I, I want to address that. I want to address the fact, and I want to start off by saying that for some people, it actually literally is that simple for some. And I, I want to tell you, I want to give you how simple it is. And I, I want to tell you exactly what you have to do. And it is, it's quite simple. And then I want to share, I'm going to just share ahead of time right now, that if I give you what, what the plan is and you can't stick to that plan, then you're in the club with me. <laughs> you're in the club of people where, no, it's not that simple. There's something else going on. There's something deeper happening. Okay? So let me tell you what the, the, the simple part of it, the simple part. There are three, uh, my, my favorite fitness guru he talks about this frequently. There are three big rocks. He calls them big rocks for weight loss. The big rocks are your nutrition, your exercise, and your movement. Nutrition, meaning eating foods that are going to provide stability in your insulin, in your insulin levels. So eating foods that are not going to spike your insulin too high um, eating foods that, or, or eating in a way that's not going to allow your blood sugar to drop too low to, in order to cause cravings for high calorie foods, eating a very balanced, very, very balanced for your insulin, for your blood sugar. Okay. So it's eating for your blood sugar and keeping your blood sugar balanced. Um, and, and incorporating periods in your day where you're not eating. So the whole, he doesn't, he doesn't subscribe to this. Uh, but this is something that I, that I found in just doing my own research on insulin and blood sugar. When you don't eat, that is when your, your fat burning hormones have the opportunity to actually go to work. When you're eating, your blood sugar elevates you know, pretty much almost no matter what you're eating, your blood sugar elevates, insulin is released. When insulin is released, fat burning shuts down. So that's why for me, I believe that like intermittent fasting is brilliant for fat loss, me personally, okay? Nutrition wise, where when it comes to weight loss, it doesn't matter if you eat organic or non-organic, it doesn't matter if you eat gluten or if you eat gluten-free. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're cutting out all allergens, soy, dairy, you know, all those things. Or if you, if you have things with wheat and soy and dairy in them. Those things don't matter when it comes to weight loss. Do those things matter when it comes to long-term health? Yes. Do those things matter when it comes to decreasing inflammation and decreasing the chances of um, inflammatory diseases? Absolutely. But when it comes to weight loss, we're talking about the big rocks of weight loss. The nutrition part of it is eating for your blood sugar, eating for insulin, keeping and, and allowing periods where insulin is not at work so that fat burning can take place. 
This feeds directly into the second big rock of weight loss, which is then exercising in order to release those fat burning hormones. So if all of your exercises are releasing fat burning hormones and you're creating periods in your day where you're not eating, then those fat burning hormones that are released during exercise are going to team up with those periods in your day when you're not eating and they're going to go to work and torching the fat cells that are already on your body. They're going to torch those fat cells that are already on your body and burn those fat cells for energy instead of the food that you eat. So do you see the, uh, the interconnection there between like intermittent fasting and then exercising for fat loss? Okay. So those are the first two big rocks of weight loss. The third big rock is movement. Movement is the unsung hero, the hidden gem, the absolute king of weight loss because movement burns more calories than exercise. Especially exercise for fat loss doesn't burn a lot of calories in the moment at all. But movement throughout the day burns 15% of the calories that you consume. It burns three times more calories than exercise does. And so that's why if you're dieting and if you're exercising, but then you're sedentary, you, you work a desk job or you spend a lot of your evenings and weekends, like just, you know, sitting on the couch watching Netflix um, you spend your weekends just kind of hanging out, lounging around instead of like being up and moving, then that's why, uh, that's why you don't get the results that you want. And most certainly you don't, you don't sustain the results that you get. It's because you're not moving. Nutrition, exercise, movement. Those are the three big rocks of weight loss. Now we kind of dig a little bit deeper into the educational part of this. So what does it mean to eat, to uh, have a nutrition, uh, to eat according to your blood sugar? Uh, it's, it's, uh, that's, that's really simple. You eat protein, eat, uh, vegetables and fruit, drink a lot of water. Um, make sure your meals have some healthy fats. Okay. And, and don't eat more carbs than you need. Like have, you know, just eat a little bit. And this is the problem with carbs. Like I did, I've done a couple episodes on carbs already. Um, but carbs are, Carbs are addictive because carbs elevate serotonin and serotonin is the neurotransmitter that makes us feel good about ourselves and about our place in the world. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter that makes us feel like we're loved. And so because of where we're at in our society and our culture right now, we're all just made to feel really crappy and horrible about ourselves. We're constantly being bombarded with images of perfect moms, of perfect bodies, of perfect wives. Okay. Um, we're surrounded everywhere we go. We're bombarded with these messages that who we are, as we are, we're not good enough. And so what happens? We eat, we eat carbs and the carbs are addictive. Number one, because they taste good. Yes. But number two, because then they elevate serotonin, they make us feel good about the, they make us feel like, no, I'm okay. And so that's why they're addictive. So, uh, so don't eat more carbs than you need. And if you feel like, oh my gosh, that's me, you know, that's you when, after you get into like an argument with someone or your boss, like, you know, uh, 
your boss comes to you and is like, you know, I need you to do this. I need you to, I need you to work harder. Or your spouse, you get into an argument with your spouse, your kids like start acting up and you feel like you feel like you're not, you know, doing what you need to do as a mom. You think about, sometimes you think about some things that you might've done in your past that have a direct impact on maybe some relationships that you have right now. And then all of a sudden, like you want ice cream, you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden you're like, you want pasta or pizza or pizza sounds really good for dinner tonight. You know what I mean? Like that's how you know that you have like that, that emotional addiction to carbs. But anyway, so that's nutrition wise, just eat like that. Don't eat in between your meals, eat three times a day and don't eat in between your meals. Can you do that? Try that for a week. If you can't do that, then you know that you're in the group where it's not that simple. There's something wrong. Okay. Exercise. Uh, take a look at some of my previous exercise, uh, my previous episodes where I talk about exercise for fat loss. I have a bunch of episodes on here. Go back, listen to those episodes. Go try that for two weeks. Go try the exercise. Exercise three times a week, 15 minutes a day. And don't allow anything to come into the way of your, of you. Can you exercise over the next 14 days? Can you exercise six times for 15 and 20 minutes? If you can, great. Then it's just that simple. If you can't, if something like, you know, if if something gets in your way, if you, if work gets into the, into the way, or you just, you're just fatigued and you're tired and it's like, I know it's only 15 minutes, but gosh, I can't bring myself to do this. You know, if something steps in the way of you being able to exercise for six, six times over the next two weeks for 15 to 20 minutes, then it's not that simple for you. There's something else going on. Like uh, for me, my job and my family and my fatigue prevent me from being consistent with my exercise. That means that there's something wrong. That means that in my mind, mentally, emotionally, or something, my, my, uh, my outside responsibilities that, that impact my, uh, the time that I set aside to exercise, I'm putting those things ahead of this 15 to 20 minutes that I know is going to torch fat and lead me and get me the results that I'm looking for. So what that, what that means, if we're going to dig deep into this, what that means is if my family is more important, if my job is more important, if, uh, I'm tired and my fatigue, you know, talks me into sitting on the couch instead of working out, then that must mean that my dedication to losing weight, it's only 15 minutes, my dedication to losing weight is rooted in something very shallow. Can you follow where I'm going? Can you follow that connection that I just made? Obviously, my weight loss is not as important to me as I might think it is. Obviously, my weight loss is rooted into something deeper. Otherwise, Otherwise, I would go to my family and be like, guys, I just need 15 minutes. Otherwise, I would go to my boss and be like, I'm sorry, I have to head out. I'll pick up on this tomorrow. I got to head to the gym. I got to get there, you know, before it closes. Otherwise, I would do some, some self, some prep talk and, you know, five, four, three, two, one myself up off the couch and go do my workout. Do you know what I'm saying? So obviously, 
my goals are not really as important to me as I might think they are. There's something wrong. It's deeper. And then the same thing with movement. Directly tied, that's directly tied to movement. If I am not looking for, if I'm not on the search and on the hunt for ways to increase my movement despite my circumstances during the day, then either one, I just didn't know, right? I was just ignorant to the fact that movement burns more calories than exercise. But if you're listening to this episode, then guess what? You can't use that excuse anymore. Now you know. And go do some research on it. Google N-E-A-T, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and read up on it. Get all your information, okay? And now you know. So now if you are not actively and diligently searching for ways that you can increase your movement despite your circumstances, then... Obviously, your wantingness to lose weight is not tied to, uh, is tied to something shallow. And why is it important to know this? It's important to know this because whatever you do, whatever strategy you end up doing in order to lose the weight and get down to where you want to be is the same exact strategy you're going to have to follow for the rest of your life in order to maintain your weight. And why am I saying this? I'm saying this because 95% of people who lose weight gain it back within two to five years. Why do they gain it back? Because their desire to lose weight was connected to something shallow from the very beginning. So for those of you, for you who can't just implement those three big rocks of weight loss, try it for 14 days. If things get in the way, if you can't be consistent for 14 days with this, then there's something wrong. And it's not so simple for you. There are, there are deeper, deeper things connected to your inability to just do that for 14 days. There's something wrong. There was something wrong with me. And as I... As I first found the strategy, the weight loss strategy that fit perfectly with my lifestyle, the circumstances, everything just lined up perfectly, okay? The strategy that I found to, to lose weight, I love that strategy because it worked, because it just worked with my lifestyle. There were other people that, that did the same exact, followed the same exact strategy and program that I followed. They uh, didn't lose the kind of weight that I lost. They weren't able to sustain the results that I was able to sustain, they're still struggling with their weight. All like five years later, they're still struggling, like yo-yo, you know, yo-yoing up and down. So for me, it was finding a strategy that fit perfectly in line with my lifestyle. It was something that was sustainable for me. It was something that worked directly in line with my metabolism and my hormones. And it was during that time that it was my obsession with why the heck is this working so well that I started to do my research and then I started to learn. I started to learn more about me and how this strategy was helping me to overcome what was wrong with me, the, the deeper things. Do you know what I mean? The strategy that I was following helped bring to the surface and bring to the light those things that were wrong. And then at the same time that I was following that strategy and changing my body outwardly, I started seeking uh, help. I started seeking restoration and I started seeking 
I started seeking healing in those things that were wrong with me that were tying me to those previous bad habits in the first place. I'm out of time. Um, weight loss is simple. It is. If you get just the right hormonal combination going with your eating and with your exercise, and then you're just, you know, you're, you're, you keep moving. It's, it is very simple. It doesn't happen linearly. Like it doesn't happen fast. It's not like, you know, it's not one of those things where it's like, oh my gosh, I lost 28 pounds in 30 days. Like it's not, no, that's not what it is. It's a gradual just decrease in your body fat percentage, a gradual decrease in uh, a, a gradual decrease in how your clothes fit just gradually over time, little by little, a gradual increase in how and in, in, in how you're sleeping, the quality of your sleep, a gradual increase in the quality of your relationships because you're less stressed because you're, you know, you love yourself more. So you love other people more. It's a great, you know, just slowly but surely you kind of wake up one day and all of a sudden you don't crave candy anymore. Like you don't you don't need desserts anymore. Really, it's really, it's so super undramatic and anticlimactic. I'm telling you guys, it's so anticlimactic. It's like you wake up one day and it's like, oh my gosh, my pants don't fit. No, man, I got to go buy new pants. It's really like, it's not the super exciting. I lost 20 pounds in 14 days. That is not, that's not it. It's really simple what it is. But if you can't do that, then there's something wrong then there's something else that we have to tackle and that we have to work on. Okay. Um, my total body transformation group, we are right now in the middle. We started off with nutrition. We started our exercise challenge this week. I said, all right, guys, guess what we're going to do? We're going to figure out what's wrong with us. And we had, we just had our, our conference call on Sunday and the way that I mean, the way that some of the ladies were able to open up about some things that are standing in their way. I was like, okay, this week we are focusing on, on digging into those things, digging into what's wrong with us. And as we continue our nutrition, as we continue these exercise challenges, we're going to work on what's wrong and we're going to get that fixed. That's what my group is all about um, because that is what leads to sustainability. That is what leads to whatever transformation and changes take place in your body and in your health and in your mind, you are changed forever. You're changed for the rest of your life. You're never going back to who you were before. I hope this was helpful and insightful. I, I hope this was insightful to start opening your mind to start thinking about certain things. And I'm sorry we ran over time. If you want to submit anything to me that you want me to address in any of these episodes, go to operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer. Okay. And I'll address it live in these, in, in one of these episodes. This was another episode of the Rest Based Weight Loss Podcast Series. I'm your host, Lene Urban. I never introduced myself to you. I'm sorry. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much. Please come back. I can't wait to talk to you next time.